0: Everybody wants to talk about everybody wants to hear about the shiny new toy. That's just how it is. Well, I've got news for you. Actual news out of this team's football camp. And it isn't that. Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and/or baseball. I also offer daily shots of penguins and pirates where you found this day two of pads is in the books in the trobe. There were more viral videos taken by fans in the seats. There were more headlines generated by George Pickens, Darnell Washington. I'm not immune to that. The column that I wrote from day one was about Washington. It's fun. Leaves a lot to the imagination, when it's the younger players. That's human nature. The hope is immeasurable when it comes to someone who just shows up. But I got to tell you, there are players that I've been really, really impressed with in this camp who've been around for a while and who haven't always impressed. And I feel just as obligated to share that observation with you As I do the shiny new stuff, I could mention how much I've loved watching Isaac Selmalu operate at left guard. He's not new. That's not a surprise. I could mention Anthony McFarland. I think I have actually here a couple of times. He is RB3 with a bullet. He's going to remain RB3. He's not going to one or two. But he is it. There is no competition for that spot, and he will be a part of this offense. But the guy who's really stood out for me, and I don't get the sense that almost anybody's mentioning this like anywhere. I'm talking about fans, social media, feedback to this show, anything, anything, is Deontay Johnson. Deontay, how do I put this, to say that he's working hard does a disservice to his entire career because he's always been that guy. From the moment he showed up out of the University of Toledo, he's been he's been a B like in his work ethic hasn't been a B like in his performance Definitely hasn't been AB like in terms of yards after the catch and is nowhere near AB like when it comes to touchdowns, considering that he had zero last season. But if there's any pouting, if there's any sense within him of, you know, some kind of acceptance of where he is or what he is or even regression, uh, it's not showing because all he's done in this camp is make every play that's gone his way. And on top of that, he's joined Allen Robinson in providing real and needed leadership in that wide receiver room. Now I'm not blind or deaf when it comes to the nation. And I know that a whole lot of the nation has given up on Deontay. There's There have been times when I've been very critical of him, as long-time listeners to this show will know, especially over the running backward thing, but also just in general not being there in the biggest games for whatever reason. Most of those ugly drops that we remember have come in significant settings. So again, what you look for, I think... When a player comes back from that or is trying to bounce back from that and either establish himself, depending on your point of view, or reestablishing himself as the team's true number one wide receiver, as the true number one target that Kenny Pickett should be lasering in on for the 2023 season, you want to see the chin up. You want to see the same level of confidence. You almost want to see some cockiness, even if you think it makes you cringe a little bit because it might not be deserved, you still want him to exhibit it. You want him to feel that. I got to tell you, I, I think he has. There aren't statistics for this sort of thing, and there might not even be much relevance. But when I watch him right now, when I see him running those super precise routes and going up for the football and coming down with it. And then taking off in the correct direction, I put in very large, bold parentheses. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty neat thing. That's absolutely what you want. He can deal with Pickens getting all the headlines. And why shouldn't he? He's had more than ample opportunity to get those headlines himself. In fact, the first Teammate down the field to congratulate George on that unbelievable one-handed, whatever you'd call that, falling backward, horizontal levitation above the ground catch that he made the other day. First guy down there was Deontay. First guy down. And all he did on the same day was catch a really sweet seam route touchdown. Prist. Seen in its execution, and by the way, a really sharp pass over the right shoulder by Pickett to get there. That's that's the kind of stuff that's got a much, much better chance of showing up on a Sunday than the circus stuff. That's the kind of stuff upon which a consistent, reliable offense is built. If Deontay can find a way to overcome the two big old bugaboos that have affected the early portion of his career, he can be a massive factor for this offense. Not just a a, a plus, but a overwhelming positive. And whatever's motivating him, whether it's the fact that he's getting close to a contract year, he's got to prove himself this year if he's going to get an extension from the Steelers. Or whether it's just, you know, the idea that he would be getting toppled as the number one wide receiver or the number one actual statistical target by Pickens, whatever it is. Maybe it's just pride. Maybe it's just who he's always been. But it's working. It's working. When we come back, J1Q... Is Elandon Roberts doing some branding out there in camp? Well, Russ, depends on the way you're asking it. If you're referring to physically branding people, he certainly did that to poor John Lovett, XFL running back who was brought in the day before, backs on backers, thrown to the wolf, not once, but immediately thereafter. By the merciless head coach. He does that. Mike Tomlin will do that to a young guy or a new guy just to give him another shot. You know, give him a chance to redeem himself. It's not to embarrass him. But Roberts seemed to take that personally. That he'd get the second chance. Like, wait a second, did you think that was a fluke? And Roberts just annihilated him. Not once, but twice. And the second was that much more vicious. Didn't just flatten him, but landed on top of him as he flattened him. It's hard to even describe how brutal this beating was. from a single point of contact. So yes, Roberts has made his mark. Roberts has drawn the ire of some offensive guys. He has tried to draw the ire of some offensive guys. Occasionally he's failed when they've just kind of shrugged him off, like, okay, whatever, dude. So he's displayed a bite. Uh, He's shown the fire that Tomlin had said before camp had started that he expected to see from Roberts based on his history. And I got to tell you, Russ, I don't think it means a whole heck of a lot. Not because it's training camp and all that other stuff, but because these inside linebackers, all of whom, by the way, exhibit this particular characteristic, they're going to be measured on whether they can cover. And I know, I'm sure all of them, including Mark Robinson as the fourth guy, would love nothing more than to rewind the clock and operate in the Lawrence Timmons era of inside linebacking. The James Ferrier era, the Hardy Nickerson era. Heck, I could even go to the most recent guy in Vince Williams and say that's the style of linebacking that they would prefer to play. Funnel all the traffic my way. Let me bring them down. It's what I do. Except that that's just not how it goes anymore. There are teams almost functioning without them or with just one Because they're relying on other players like the three safety set that we've talked about on this show, and the Steelers have those whenever they're all healthy and present. In Keanu Neal, and right now, of course, Minka Fitzpatrick's on personal leave, and Neal is out with a minor injury, and Demonte Casey is out as well. So you're going to see a whole lot of ILB that you might not otherwise see, and in the first couple of days in pads, what. Mike Tomlin has instructed his offensive people to do very clearly, just watching the drills, is to run at every opportunity and test both sides of the ball when it comes to running because you really weren't able to do anything of significance before the pads went on. So the ILBs have been visible, they've been active, and they've been, again, at times, rabid. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because are they going to be able to cover Pat Fryermuth when that time comes? Are they going to be able to chase Calvin Austin the third? If he gets a ball out of the slot on a quick slant, the answer is almost certainly no. And there's only one out of this group that's even seen as being a decent coverage guy. And that, of course, is Quan Alexander. So don't go too far with any sort of characterization of robert's branding himself or whatever it is this isn't jack lambert's time this is the time when inside linebackers need to pick up somebody and swat footballs away i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of Steelers. we'll do one more of these this week tomorrow